Hey everybody, this is Brandon with the High Friends Podcast. We had some microphone issues tonight, and um, for some reason it's super loud. Uh, so watch your earbuds if you're listening through headphones. And just turn it down just a little bit because it's popping quite a bit, even though we had a pop filter. Um, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer about Jessica's uh, segment of true crime. It's it's pretty horrible. It involves children and a person who does horrible things and it's directly quoted from um, notes that he's written to his lawyer and to the victim's family at some point in some time so at about the hour and 35 minute mark if you don't feel comfortable listening to the true crime version or the true true crime segment please feel free to just turn it off Uh, Not much happens after that, except us telling you goodbye. Thanks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the High Friends Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything that probably doesn't matter. This is Matt. I'm Brandon. Jessica. And Caitlin. Welcome to the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the High Friends Podcast. It's Friday the 13th, and it's a full moon, and I'm We have eight platforms this week. Last week it was seven, now we're on to eight, and it's Anchor FM, our host, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and our newest platform, Overcast. Like it's raining outside? Uh, yeah, kind of. Cool. I guess so. Okay, awkward silence. It's off to a weird start here, guys. Yeah. Right at the turn 13. So slow. 13. The 13 getting turned up on the 13. <laughs> I am your co host, Brandon, with the co most, Kim out. <laughs> and uh, she's a little hippie. She's a little hood. It's Kaylin. Hello. Hey. Hey. Monster. <laughs> she's saucy, sassy, and a lot of smart assy. It's Jess. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> he's sour, he's sweet He's a sour patch It's Matt What's up mother truckers <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have a good show today <clears throat> We've been working on this all week Kind of just battling it out Jessica has a great segment So excited Yes, unbelievable true crime I think it's going to be wonderful um, It's going to be terrifying and interesting at the same time Very intriguing I believe Yeah So. Yep. How was everyone's week? Pretty good. It was good. It's like a free-for-all question. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anytime. Anytime you're ready. Dude, I had the best week ever, bro. Yeah? Dentist. He's like drilling into a tube. Was and he's like, you? he's like a 300-pound man drilling he's me. He's a large you know? man. He's like, what? open up. And he just like dislocates your jaw. He's like, all right. Yeah, he'll go, <laughs> yeah. He it numbed the shit out of you, you know, like needles up in your gum, which always uh, feels fantastic. Where you get legs behind your head? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was, I, couldn't, I couldn't breathe too well, but, you know, they work with me. 
But no, he gets a drill up in your tooth and just starts like shaking your whole head around as he's drilling. It's not fun, man. It's not fun. He's a large man. That does not sound fun. Is that the dude right there in town? That the Ingleside Industry? Yeah. Mr. Hill? Mr. Hill. Oh, actually. Fun fact about him. Yeah. His birthday is in between Matthew's and Matthew's brother's birthday. Isn't that like only a few days apart, though? Two days apart. He's right in the middle. Wow, that's crazy. crazy. I ask him for the family discount every time we go in. He just laughs in my face. It doesn't happen. But he does call us cuz, both of us. He does, yeah. cuz. Yeah. It confuses the girls in his office. It's kind of yeah. fun. I bet. Like, uh, really? Nope, I'm just white and also named Hill. Continue. <laughs> All right. The big thing right now is uh, deaths by vape. Uh, okay, so like a week ago, you were like, so it's confirmed one person died from vapes. I think I touched base every, every week on it. Every day since then, when I talk to you, you're like, okay, it's two people. Okay, it's three people. Okay, it's... What's that? Is there like cyanide in the vape juice? I don't, I don't know what's going on, but TheVerge.com wrote an article that I'm going to read to you all real quick. It says, in a surprise meeting on Wednesday, President Donald Trump pushed to ban all non-tobacco-flavored e-cigarettes from the market. Boring. Trump discussed a proposal during a meeting at the White House after discussing the move with advisors like Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar and Acting Food and Drug Administration Commissioner Norman Sharpless. I guess this is a... Uh, that guy sounds pretty dull. Not only is it a... <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes. Makes <laughs> sense. Okay. Okay, please continue. That was, that was wonderful. <laughs> Not only is it a problem overall, but really specifically with respect for children, Trump told reporters. He continued, we may very well have to do something very, very strong about it. Secretary Azar said the FDA would soon issue regulatory guidance to remove flavored vaping products from the market. So Bullshit. basically what they're just saying is if you like whiskey and tobacco flavor, you can keep it. But fuck a watermelon, you can't so, have it anymore. Uh, uh, but that's what, that's what he's pushing for. There's uh, f- over 450 people across the country have grown sick with deadly lung illness that have been linked, linked to e-cigarette use. But all these people, if you do the research on it, have been linked into vaping THC oils. Illegal THC oil. I'm just saying, from my half-hippie, half-hood conspiracy theory brain... (laughs) I, I literally grabbed a green highlighter and all I saw was President... To ban all non-tobacco flavored e-cigarettes. So, so me. Okay, so yeah. So if it's tobacco flavored, right? Okay, so so if it starts here, then what? No more like watermelon and stuff like that. No more wine flavored black and milds. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know. It it goes on to say that. It's been a long year for e-cigarette manufacturers like Juul with threats of regulation being thrown (laughs) from all across the government. Last summer, lawmakers like Senator Dick Durbin proposed similar (laughs) regulations to what the president floated today. The Safe Kids Act literally translates as stopping appealing flavors and e-cigarettes for kids act. 
Okay, so yes, I agree. Stopping kids from doing shit that's going to hurt them or is illegal. Cool. I'm totally. And I like watermelon. I'm totally on board, but this is my point. Kids don't vape because it tastes good. They vape because they think it's cool. Yeah. It doesn't matter what flavor you give them. You could give them nothing flavor. Do they and not, they're still gonna vape? Right. Do they not make pineapple flavored rum? Right. My that was they the make whole point rum I was flavored to cigars. Get right. Wine flavored cigars. Yes. Well, if you're gonna take away flavors on juice, then you gotta take away flavors on all the tobaccos, right? I was trying to get at as all I saw in neon blinking lights was Donald Trump and big tobacco companies handshaking right at that second. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, so my cousin, my cousin, actually, he said so. So he um, himself. Did you slap yourself because you said so? I did. Granted. <laughs> Don't do that. This was my cousin's rebuttal to it, and it made so much sense. Let me let me find it real quick. We don't have time to wait for your responses, Brandon. We gotta move on. No. Anybody else have an opinion? No. Nobody. Then we're gonna wait. <laughs> I thought. <clears throat> anyway, I just think it's, it's exactly ass. what it's exactly what Kaylin was saying. It was lobbyist from Big Tobacco. And Donald Trump shaking Peters, and that's all it boils down to, in my opinion. And it was people who were dying were using THC oil, which so just mentioned that it was illegal THC oil. Are you saying that it's like homemade THC oil? Well, they're using it's, it's the, illegal in whatever state they're using it. In? Yes, they're using and THC they're using oil. They're using the big boxes. Yeah, and those like. And they're, like, doing it in, like, large quantities. Well, that's just, like, vaporizing dope. It's and they're the also building yeah. their own vape oil. Making? Yeah, I forgot. Whatever. You use some kind of base oil. I can't remember, but... It's Vegetable like, glycerin. Yeah, I don't think that's what you're supposed to use with THC. Oh, with THC. Oh, I think, I think vape with, oil, but, like, regular vape oil, <laughs> it's just glycerin, but... Um, no, I think when you like make the homemade shit, it's it's like some kind of sunflower oil or some kind of weird seed oil or some shit. But hippie, because I felt like you're about to say hippie. <laughs> it's no, that's absolutely no worse for you than the tar that's in a cigarette. Exactly. Or, you know what people don't ever talk about with with joints of marijuanas is the, if the amount of tar. Like, there's not nearly as many pesticides and and carcinogens in weed as there is tobacco, but the tar in a joint is, like, 20 times higher than a cigarette. It's that sticky, icky, icky. It gets up in your lungs, and it's sticky, icky, icky up in your lungs. That's true. So you ever, like, smoke out of a, a pipe or something? So how are you going to legalize all kinds of shit. marijuana in some states, edibles, vape, you know, just smoking it regular. When it's got 20 times the tar of tobacco, who gives a fuck if five people died from it? Don't do illegal shit. If There's you, like if you choose, thousands of people that die from cigarettes. Preach. If you choose to do something that is unhealthy, then you're choosing to take responsibility for how many people whatever comes out of How many people die from alcohol and, like, Seven people die from vaping, and everybody's like losing. Don't their that blow your mind? mind? How many people die every year from alcohol? 
and alcohol-related accidents, right? Yeah. But alcohol is legal as fuck. You just got to be kind of an adult, and you can go buy all the alcohol you want. Depending yeah. on where you live and who you know, you can get when you're not an adult. There's a lot of states, it's 18. You know, 18 years old. You can go buy all the booze you want, get drunk, wreck your car, and die. The problem is... But they try to take away watermelon-flavored bait. That's what I'm saying. And the problem is, sense. is Big Tobacco is having a huge problem because you can go to Stripes. You can go to H-E-B, Walmart. You can get vapes from all of I have the an opinion people. on this. Big Tobacco needs to shut the fuck up and join the game. Yeah. They will. They will. Guaranteed. Join they are. That's money. I, right I was reading about um, Philip, Mar- Morris. Philip Morris is building some new vaporizer thing that it sounded like a vape stick. But didn't but you say it was for tobacco? That's what it sounded like in the article I read. I'm not 100% sure yet, but I'm sure it's going to be 10 times fancier than your jewel or whatever you can buy at the Circle K, and they'll make a bajillion dollars off of it, but... If they don't hold 70% stake in the available profits in that product, of course they're going to fight it. Yeah. yeah. So, big tobacco, suck a dick. Yeah. Donald Trump, eat our butts. So Let us do what we want to do. Just kidding. You're silly. So, you want Donald Trump to eat your butthole? No. Jessica doesn't want anybody in her butthole. That is the I feel like that's not true. ever made. I feel like she says that out loud, but you can no. see it in her eyes. <laughs> that is the truest thing anyway, ever after made. After all of this was said and done, Jewel did not immediately respond to request for comment. <laughs> Jewel the vape or Jewel the singer? Probably not the Alaskan person. <laughs> oh, sorry. So I got excited. My bad. The hippie came out. Continue. <laughs> the hippie. <laughs> the nostalgic oh, person. My brother used to love him. So you're going to go to Walmart, you're going to buy your vape, you're going to pay money, and you're going to go walk out of the door, and guess who is going to stop and be like, can you see your receipt? The guy that flunked out of high school doesn't know how to count money. That's rude. I don't know how to count money. Continue. I have a college degree. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't admit that on air anymore. (laughs) They could have been Jessica. They don't know it's me. They don't know the sound of my voice. She she really can't count for shit, dude. It's kind of... It's fun. I just... Shout out Jason Ellis. Go ahead. I have a personal (laughs) vendetta against Walmart receipt checkers. I don't stop. I will not stop. And... Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. I paid for it. It is my property now. Fuck you. I'm walking out. Don't come walk into my basket because I'm going to rub you with it. I will rub you with my basket. He literally did that the other day. Like, he walked an inch. Like, that guy was walking toward Brandon, and he, like, straight an inch away from him was all swoop. I went word right past him. I got the the buggy's back wheels and just kind of, like, scootered it over so I'd miss his toes. That I mean, I'm looking at my receipt sitting there. That ninja was standing, like, right there. And he's got his little... Did you say midget? Ninja. ninja. Oh, I was all we don't say midget. Rude. I know. I was going to correct her. Mm. We say I little was, people. I don't say that word. I thought she said the N word. With regular size no. genitals. Oh, my really? God. Really? Okay. Okay. No. Stop. <laughs> we're, not, we're not even... Kind of getting into that. Not getting into that. Are we sure? We're not no. saying the N word now. I got something... Okay, segue into naked oh. little people. Okay, no. Oh, okay, my bad. Let's We're still talking about Walmart receipt checkers. We're still talking about Walmart receipt checkers. Yeah, absolutely. Please. So, Stop. all right, I feel you, right? 
it's like this feeling you're like I just paid for all this stuff and then I'm like cause when I my main goal when I'm checking out is to get all my stuff done so I'm not that person that's like holding up the line so I just chunk stuff in my purse and then I'm walking up to the door and I'm like I have to dig through weeks of paper in my so, purse so to find this receipt Go ahead. But also, I feel like we're in the hood. Because when we lived in Sonora, somewhere, maybe California, at Walmart, <laughs> I'm walking out, right? And I got the receipt in my hand. I'm like, here you go. And she looked at me like she, like I was crazy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Why the fuck do I need your receipt? Okay. I was like, oh, it's nice here. Okay, okay. that takes me to an opinion that I have. One, you look super white. You don't look like you're stealing shit. Two... <laughs> kind of in the hood, right? Okay, so everybody enjoys the low, low prices of their local neighborhood Walmart, right? Accurate. What do you think receipt checkers do? They're just making sure that you... They're trying stuff. to stop hood-ass motherfuckers from stealing flat-screen TVs. You know what happens when hood-ass motherfuckers steal flat-screen TVs? Prices go up. Prices go up. Because somebody's been reading the information on the back of a Walmart bathroom <laughs> stall. Good job, Matt. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I'm just thinking sensibly. A company makes, let's say, $1 billion, right? But they were supposed to make, like, but they lost, like, $100 million due to hood-ass motherfuckers still in flat, flat screens, right? Well, they got to make up that money in the next quarter, right? Okay. They jack up prices. Okay. So maybe I went a little harsh on the wall. Yes, checkers. a little bit. I'm not talking about walking out with a fucking flat screen. You could I have not. laundry soap in my basket, and he's walking over with his little scanner like. like if laundry soap goes up another thirty cents you next think year, because motherfuckers don't steal laundry soap. They got laundry too, Brandon. I'm just saying they got laundry too. I'm not stopping. They gotta wash their dishes. I sit in line so I can get my shit checked out. I don't. I'm not gonna sit in another line. So I can walk out the door. No, Excuse me, skirt, skirt. I'm going, like I'm going to my trunk. You don't have to stop. But a good normal American citizen would. Okay. Unpopular opinion, apparently. <laughs> oh, I don't give a fuck either way. I'm just arguing You're just playing the you. devil's advocate. Yeah. Go ahead, Jess. All I'm saying is I don't mind a Walmart receipt checker if I'm the only put motherfucker standing there. They go up there. They, they scan my receipt. They're like, have a good day. And I'm like, you too. And I keep on going. But if there's a line of four or five, six people yeah. standing there waiting for me to re- check my receipt, I'm going to go past all y'all motherfuckers and go straight out the door. Because I'm not going to stand in line for this motherfucker to scan my receipt. No, thank you. And when people who run past the receipt checker I'm not start running. walk past, casually linger past okay. the receipt linger. checker, start causing too many issues, concerns... You're eventually going to end up with Walmart's having mandatory receipt checkers where you got to go through two separate fucking lines just to get out the door. Talking about Walmart. Speak. We were there today. Have you seen the new, like, stall thingies? There's a straight up cattle barricade you on can, one side of the next town over. They have motion sensors. You can and say it ranges past. Caleb. It's Portland. it's in Portland. Oh, you can walk through it because a motion sensor sees you come in and opens the little barricade, and you can go in the store. But if you try <laughs> coming out through them, the motion sensor picks you up and closes a gate. You can only leave through a register. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even if you ain't bought nothing, you still gotta 
excuse me, excuse me, and walk out through a register. Nope. Nope. Mind you. You'll hop the barricade. You all right, killer? I will hop the barricade. Margarita went down the wrong pipe. Well, they won't be the first one done anything in the garden section. You still I know my rights. <laughs> I did accidentally steal a chapstick for one more time. Wow. I didn't have a basket and my hands were full and I was like, oh, I need this chapstick. Well, did you ask for forgiveness? How for fucking sins? dare you? Yes, I did. We saw some people rob Walmart during Christmas TV? like two years ago. So did we. TVs in a basket and they, they went just, out the side door. Yeah, yeah, they just ran right out the door and right. Walmart could follow them, but they're not, they're apparently not allowed to like stop them, yeah. touch oh, them no, in no, any no. way. So they followed him out to their car and stood there saying, please don't do this. And then the cops had to chase him down. No, when uh, a friend of mine he used to work at Walmart as a uh, cart pusher, he for real, like, chased somebody down. Fuck, man. That's crazy, right? <laughs> Sorry, bitch. And, like, got in a fight. And then the guy's girlfriend ends up jumping... You're the fine. guy who was working as a cart pusher, and the girlfriend, like, like the cart pusher guy was had stealer guy. <laughs> stealer guy. <laughs> stealer guy. Do we need a pause so you can catch your shit? Like, no, what's good. going on with you? I got margarita down the wrong pipe, well, but I'm good now. I mean, there's a pause button here. I'm good. So, anyways, we <laughs> quit coughing like you've been smoking for 39 years. Yeah, THC in that thing? So, car pusher guy, <laughs> a stealer guy in a headlock. So, stealer guy's girlfriend comes up and, like, busts that motherfucker in the face. Like, who the hell? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't believe your story about no one's allowed to touch him. That was Matt. I don't believe his story. <laughs> Yeah, I don't either because I, I personally have friends that worked for, um, what's it called? Loss Prevention. Loss Prevention. When we worked at Bell's. And he chased them to an apartment. Oh, no. Which we he's not at- allowed to go off the property, but he did it. No. And it was like the ghetto apartments in New Braunfels. Oh, and they're like, hey, go get Flacco. Flacco. And then all of a sudden there was like 30 Hispanics. Swarming around one white guy on top of another Hispanic, and R- Randy was shitting his pants. It was, it was crazy. Well, he's alive, yes. Oh yeah, okay. he works on. Something. But I do know that at Lowe's. <laughs> Love you, Randy. <laughs> but I do know at Lowe's when I worked there, and I had to go through the whole like training video kind of thing. There is like a whole part of the training video that talks about how you're not allowed to chase after a customer and even if like you were to see someone like put something in their pocket or whatever you have to go up to them and just ask them can I help you with anything and like hope to god they're honest yeah like they keep, you're not allowed to like accuse them of anything even if you saw it with your own eyes like them put something in their bag or whatever you cannot accuse them. <laughs> so Matt's back. <laughs> and you cannot chase them down if you work at Lowe's. When you, I worked at Bell's, they were like, do not chase them out of the store. Just tell a manager. We're like, cool. Well, there was ladies that would come in that would stick things Dillers in their... Butts. 
strollers and just walk out the door. And they were like, just do heavy, heavy customer service. Just help them all the time. Just be on top of them. And I was like, cool. None of them speak English. So they just probably do something. Just be like, que paso, bro? Need some help with them chones? (laughs) (laughs) They'll get it. Chones, chown, chown, chones. So. Mm -hmm. Sorry. We just (coughs) just kind of died out. (laughs) Also. Uh, Monster Energy Zero Ultra in the white can tastes like rainbow sherbet melted down to one flavor. A little heavy on the lime, though. Heavy on the lime, just like mm-hmm. I like it. It does. It does smell. Do amazing. you agree, Brennan? I don't know. Kaylin, Kaylin, Kaylin. I don't know. Kaylin didn't. <laughs> uh, it's reminding me of Michael Jackson or something. Oh, it's <coughs> What was that Letterkenny about? Am I catching that? Did I miss something? You never notice when they're like, okay, Matt, Matt, okay. And he goes on to explain his point even further. Like, you don't remember. Oh, that's what I've been doing for four four episodes already. (laughs) I am retarded. Also, we don't use the R word. Sorry, I just sang it in the background. Intellectually disabled. Oh, no. I got soda bob on my shirt. Sorry. Okay, so, uh... Queso. I love chips and queso. How about... Did you say so? She did. Okay. What were we just talking about? Walmart checker receipt asshole? Yeah, Yeah, we already got over that. Either you're a line stander or you're a line uh, walk buyer. So, did we discuss greeters? They're not greeters anymore. I know, they just stand there and stare at you. They're loss prevention. That's, that's, that's why they don't hire the old people to do greeting anymore. That's sad. It is sad. I love seeing yeah, old people like, on their little socks. Like, like on their little, little soft mat. No arm like, or something. Like, yo, I like that guy. There was an older guy. lady yeah. at the Aransas one that she was in World War II. And she did. Damn, fighting the Jews? I mean, the Germans? Fighting the Jews? What was that? Oh my God. The so Germans got in trouble for she that. She won, like, my mom told me. I can't deal with things. I get super, like, emotional about it. But she, I don't like, oh, I have to call her. But she was in World War II, and she, like, was an important person. I'm not saying they're not all important, but, it's like, she did something huge. I don't think cool. women had, like, huge roles in World medals War II. and stuff. And. She was always the front grader, and she had a binder with her, and it had her 8x10 um, war photo. That's awesome. Right in feels. Mm. The guy that used to work at the Walmart Aransas that had one arm. Yeah. Uh, he used to make kind of, because I worked at the McDonald's inside Walmart, and he used to make jokes all the time. Like, one time he said something about, what are they going to do, handcuff me? And, which was hilarious, because he didn't have one hand. <laughs> And then one time, he, like, hit me with his nub and was like, I didn't lay a hand on you. Oh, my God. a <laughs> real guy. <laughs> but, like, he used to crack me up. It's like, ow. So, do we need to watch Letterkenny all over again? Yep. We absolutely do. I'm talking about that. watching twice. Talking about watching Letterkenny again, I started watching Breaking Bad again. Oh, my word. It is like hitting me all over again. I'm all emotional. 
It's an it's an amazing show. And it's all about meth. I have restarted it, and I think you told me earlier. Uh, I was the reason you started again. Yeah, because you don't shut up about this El Camino. It's movie. gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. But I'm on I'm on season five again, and I don't remember a lot of that season for some reason. Yeah. It's weird because everything I've seen so far, I'm like halfway through season two, roughly. I remember every single episode, every right. single thing. Right. But you're right. When you, I, like, I see previews and stuff for other episodes that are later on in the show. I'm just completely <laughs> lost with it. Yeah, that's how I am with all of season five so far. Wow. Well. Like I remember the very last episode. I dude, I half it's like the most the biggest <laughs> episode in the whole show. And the only thing I remember is machine guns and a trunk. Yeah. I that's mean it. that's it. That's all, that's where I'm at too. And that's the only thing I can remember because but they keep bringing that part up there's, through season 5. There's another episode somewhere. I want to say it's season 5, might have been season 4 where they robbed the train. It's definitely season five. That's like that episode and Machine Guns and a Trunk are the only thing I Because can there's the little kid on the dirt bike. You remember that, right? Yeah. No. That has something to do with something. I don't know. I've never watched Breaking Bad. What? Get out of your house. <laughs> How dare you? Kaylin. Aaron Paul just posted his whole schedule of how you can binge this and then still and make and be ready for the release date on October 11th. Well, I remember it being a thing. <laughs> I never watched it when it was on TV. Yeah, I tried watching it when it was on TV, but I kept missing fucking episodes. I think I was still in high school. Like I had things to do. You know what I'm saying? I think I ended because up watching it. I think I ended up watching what? it on the Three AMC symbols. app. <laughs> or I watched it on DVD in the back of my dark room at work. When I, I may working really hard. Or may not have watched it by illegal download. Not from myself, but from somebody who illegally downloaded it. So am I still guilty by association? Yeah, you're totally guilty. We all know it was you. It's okay, though. I'm just kidding. You're going to jail. Kanye pirates, too, so who gives a shit? I didn't do that. Kanye, did you know Kanye loves Donald Trump? Yeah. And also Kanye has his own church? He does. There's a, like... like I don't know the whole specifics, he, but no, they, he, I heard they, it today. They have, like, Call a, Jesus, like, Kanyezus or something? Kanyezy? Basically, he just, like, plays his own, like, Jesus Walks music, and, like, he has a preacher come into his house, mm-hmm. and, like, Beyonce goes to that church. Kim K, Brad Pitt, obviously and, like, Kim K, you know. They just have, like, their own little mini congregation at their house. I feel like I would backyard. love to witness this. Like, I could pretend to actually care about anything they were saying long enough just to witness that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think I could, too. <clears throat> Let me go ahead and put this on silent before my phone blows up. Prefer? Because it usually does. What's that water for? I'm going to text my dad and see if he's awake. Are we going to do that? Are we going to get wild callers? Oh, is this a thing? I don't know. Yes. Yes. We want it to be a thing. So, if you would like to be live and put on the spot, 
hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash podcast.highfriends, or email us at podcast.highfriends at gmail.com. Or... How's it going to work? Brandon just, just shit himself. We're going to schedule them, or are we just going to yeah. shoot them a text message, be like, yo, you up? Or... No, we're just going to straight up call... It's going to be a Friday, probably around 9 to 10, 11 o'clock somewhere. Normally, we don't even start recording until like 10. There so. also might be a waiting list, so. Yeah. There's that. Yeah, because we have lots of super important friends. We already have four people we're going to call. Gandhi. Uh, I'll name, I'll name specifically three. Yeah. Caitlin's dad, your mother, my mother. <laughs> I, I, spoke with well, I spoke with Prince William yesterday, but the time difference, they can't really, he can't take calls right now, you know? Yeah, because he's sleeping. So we're probably going to have to, like, stick with her dad. Is he? Is he sleeping? I don't know. I don't know what time it is over there. Hold on. Wait. So no, in case anybody's no, wondering what this awkward parents. silence is, there are cell phones in everybody's faces. I am, am currently speaking to Clay. I'm not going to say his last name, but he brought yeah. up the whole uh, video of the cop in Corpus Christi it's, shooting dude. It's 4.14 a.m. in London, so... Yeah, he's sleeping. Did you deserve it? I mean, if I'm if you're swinging a metal pipe at me, oh, you mentioned that to me. Yeah, I mean, if you're swinging a metal pipe at me, that part of the conversation. some people are like, "Oh, he can barely lift it." Look at him. No, he's using it as a katana, like ninja style, trying to block right. And then he swings that thing. It's a like a huge pipe. It's like a four inch pipe. Do you know where we can view this video? I have the video. I mean, in case anybody else wants to see it, do you know where to, where they can see it? I'm just saying, if I'm swinging at a cop, I want to get shot. Exactly. That's just me. But like, I'm prepared to get shot. I had a friendly debate debate with a family member, and they said, "Would it change your mind if that guy was a 17 year old kid?" No. No. He's a stupid And I said, it sucks that he's a kid and his life ended. But this is when I thought he was dead and I thought he was 17. Um, I said, it sucks that his life ended at 17 because of a stupid choice. But cops are taught, I'm pretty sure, to shoot until the threat is neutralized. Just like anybody who took an LTC carry course, you know, license to carry course. Or concealed handguns license course. And also... Another, a lot of people were saying, oh, well, they have other means of, like, pepper spray and, and tasing him. He was wearing a hoodie. If you shit the shit, shit, fuck. If you shoot, <laughs> sorry, my threats came out. If you shoot a taser at a hoodie, the chances of it getting stuck are slim to none. And it's not going to do anything spec- except make you look like a fool. And you're going to zap his hoodie. Sorry, I wasn't painting um, you should if you're going to raise your hand. Me also, like, I hear what they're saying because you you never know what teenagers are going to grow up to be. You know what I'm saying? There's always like a what if, blah, 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 whatever. At 17 years old, if you have enough balls to be swinging anything at a cop, then you got enough balls to get shot. So, well, it also came out to be that he was 22 and maybe had a little Okay, so... Okay. Here's where I stand on the opinion, right? What if he was 17 years old? Does that change your mind? Um, I remember being 17. Mm-hmm. I was a fucking idiot. 
Yeah, I did. You were ten foot tall and bulletproof. I did lots of dumb shit, thinking I was never gonna get (laughs) (laughs) But he's twenty two, so don't think he was. He's still not bulletproof. So everybody knows kids make stupid choices, right? And most of the time, if you give a kid enough opportunity or chance, they'll make a different choice. Or if you don't shoot them in the face, they'll eventually grow out of it. But at the same time, at seventeen years old. You should I mean, know you're almost an adult, and if you're the kind of person who swings pipes at cops, chances are when you're like 30, you're still going to be swinging pipes at cops. So, and I think in Texas at 17, you're legally yeah. an adult. So you, can be tried as an, you can be tried as an adult. Right. Yeah. If yeah. you're making I mean, bad, you can be tried as an adult at 15. If you're making Dang. that bad of a decision <laughs> at 17, there was several other bad decisions that led. Right to that point. Agreed, but again, so you deserve to be you for that. I'm just saying. Again, am I a piece of shit? No. Okay. No, but I made a lot of bad decisions. But when the cops were involved, Matt, did you keep going with those bad decisions? Most likely not. You kind of just backed mm-hmm. off, let it play out how it was going to be. And I mean, most your of mom came and picked you up because Joe James called her. Personally. Most of the time, I just lied <laughs> to the cops. Joe, Shout out Joe James. Shout out Joe James. Sliding up in mama's DMs. <laughs> I'm sorry about my mom, bro. <laughs> All right, no mamas, no mamas. <laughs> Joe James, no mamas. Well. Leave. He used to pop into our. Never mind. I don't <laughs> want to incriminate anybody. Um, yeah, cops are cool. They're the best. Okay. I'm just no. Ingle side's pretty good though. Yeah. There's Joe James is dickheads. Joe James is legendary in oh, Ingle side. Absolutely. Kids our age, like a little. I'm a little older than everybody else in the room, so. I don't know how much y'all know about Balderas or Officer Steel or Robo Bitch. You Robo Bitch. Yes. Like, they're all legendary in their own ways, but Joe James, like, takes the cake, bro. Oh, yeah. But Steel had that 5.0, that Dare cop car. (laughs) It a license, everything. He cruised it. Like, I mean, that that was a bad... That used to be Officer Steel's car. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Did I say James? Yeah, I'm talking about Joe James. No, I meant Steel. If I said... Yeah, that's pretty much all Officer Steele did, though, was just drive the dare car and try to look cool. Oh, man. Speaking of Officer Steele, we were all riding our bikes for this ride our bikes for marathon type thing. And uh, <clears throat> we're cruising Live Oak Park. We've got our bicycles. And Steele's there, right? Officer Steele's there. And we all want to be around him because he's the cool cop with the badass car. Well, we had this bicycle, and this bicycle had straps that go around the feet so you can get, like, them extra speeds, you know? <laughs> like mad air without losing your bike? Well, I accidentally slipped up into, like, a pothole and came out of it and got my front tire with his back tire, and I wiped him out, and I felt so bad. Like, I felt like my whole life was going downhill from there. <laughs> I was like, I just wiped out a cop. I'm going to jail. <laughs> Also, I was young. If I'm riding around a park on a bike and I think a cop is awesome to do that with. <laughs> the reason we're laughing is Matt just burped straight Coke whiskey in Kaylin's face and she's freaking out. It smelled like a yet. <laughs> Thanks, good and crisp. So anyway, I, I totally thought I was going to jail for wiping this cop out on his... I got a funny story about funny story Pedal about Steel bikes. Yeah, when he was a dare cop. So, I don't know. It was like sophomore year or something. I don't know. Like we we I guess we forget that uh, 
it's dare day and we're coming back from lunch me and a fellow Ingalcidian by the name of this guy uh, and we may or may not have indulged at lunchtime indulged in what? Uh, you say alcoholic beverages? like uh, cannabinoids okay this would be a good okay. term Smoked a little tweeds okay. basically THC like, vaping? like fucking <laughs> shwasted out of our minds right? just eyes blasted <laughs> so we completely forget it's dare day and we come back from lunch Stone? and we're like la- yeah b- just baked wait just we didn't even have dare when I got to high school gourd baked dude we're done right? Like, everybody's in class. We're walking down the halls, just laughing, tripping over shit. Just, we're having the best day ever. It's so good. And I open the door to my science room, and what do I see? The whole class silently sitting, staring at the door with Officer Steele at the front of the class, staring at me as I walk in. So what did you do? Shit myself. (laughs) But I had no choice. I couldn't be like, I don't want to go to class today and just run away, right? So I go to my little desk, and I I sit down, uh, kicking it. You know, I'm like, okay, dude, if I just play it cool, he'll never know. The entire class, his thing this day is sobriety tests. He's going over different sobriety tests with the whole class, showing us what they do when they pull you over drunk, whatever. Every single sobriety test that he does. Mr. Hill, would you like to get up and join us at the front of the classroom? You were like, absolutely not. So here's where I stand. I am badass at playing it off in my head when I'm drunk or stoned. Yeah. He totally fucking knew. There's no way he didn't know. The entire class was like under their breath snickering the entire time. But... That got loud. Being the trickster that I used to be, I did pass every single sobriety test. Really? The first time? Because I wasn't drunk. I had a tool come into my house because he just got out of the the, uh, police force. He's like, let me give you a sobriety test. I literally had like two beers. I was like, cool. I remember And he got his little freaking pin out, like out of his front pocket. And he was doing this number, and he says, oh, my God, you're so drunk. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy, because this is my second beer. Fuck you. <laughs> but, oh, sorry for the F word. But I did say that. So here's a thought. Hear me out. What they're looking for, right, when they do that is your eye twitch. <laughs> it's, not, it's not trying to see whether or not you can follow the pin. It's as you're following the pin, they watch your eye twitch. they like, okay? yeah. What if you got twitchy eyes? So what if you got half blindness on one? So preach. One of us, Brandon, not too long ago, had a fucking brain tumor that he didn't know about. Preach. Maybe those were signs of your tumor years before you ever knew. So about maybe it. that dude is not a soul. <laughs> he was like, "Bro, you're either drunk, you got a tumor." I'm pretty sure he's still told, but no, no, he definitely is. Oh no, we're seeing who it is. They they wrote his name on a post-it note. We don't want to say it over the air. He's a fucking tool for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think he caught Brandon's tumor before he knew he had a tumor. I mean, thanks, but no thanks. I'm just saying. Didn't he pull us over? In uh, Gregory once? Uh, I was by... Um, no, you had to go to the Gregory police station. It was Taft. Yeah. Taft. He pulled us over in Taft. Ooh. I was like, what's that? If I ever pulled me over, I would laugh at him. We got pulled over in Gregory. 
We were going into Gregory, and I was like, you need to slow down. This was black Chevy days. And you were like, why? What's the matter? I have zero power to... Are you plugged into the wall? Yeah, I am. Kaylin, they're wired to the same outlet. Now it's an outlet. Did I flip it? Is it a pushy thing? Your charger light came on. Oh, did it? It went green, then it went orange. Okay, so that's good. That's charging. Okay. But Ooh, it, that scared me. Yeah, it said 7% there for a minute. We were so scared, y'all. We weren't going to be able to finish talking. the show for yeah, you. Yeah, going to devastate us. So we're pulling in every once in a while. Like 97% of the time, my gut's like so wrong. So hang on. Let me cut her off. All right. This bitch jinxes us. I don't jinx Anytime you. she makes a comment, hey, Maybe we should. Maybe we should drive a different <laughs> vehicle because you don't have your insurance card. Hey, maybe you should slow down. It doesn't matter. As soon as she says something about the cops, within thirty seconds, I am pulled over. Red and blues behind me, so, searching for my driver's license. I guess license. that's a debate in itself. Am I jinxing it, or do I just got intuition? Because we're pulling in to Taft at it. Accelerated speed because Matthew Hill's driving, and I'm like, Can you slow down? Which makes sense because he was like, Well, why? And I'm like, I don't know, I just got a feeling you need to slow down. Were you on a date? No, we're probably going to my dad's house. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> five seconds later, we get pulled over, and he gets a ticket. And then you had to go to the Gregory Police Department. Oh, you're definitely not going on a date, Gregory. No. That's I got some fancy joints, right? That guy. Hey, look. They, they have they post got, offices as big as this room. They mm -hmm. got the Max Pit barbecue. Also, the other time he's talking about, we were going to a fundraiser in Corpus, and I was like, we got to take the other car because your inspection's out. He's like, it's fine. Let's go. I was like, we got to take. He's like, who's the man? And I was like, cool. You're the man. I'm going to get in the truck. We're cruising. We get five seconds outside of Ingleside, and we get pulled over, and I look right at his face, and I said, who's the man? <laughs> no, you didn't. Me. I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we had to go back home and switch vehicles and then go to Corpus. We are going to Corpus on a what date. A date? No. New Year's Eve party. No, it was not a New Year's Eve party. It was a CCA thing. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it was a CCA thing. The but our first date was at... Was it perfect? The CCA banquet was, was weird, perfect. by the way. It's like a bunch of oil-filled people with a lot of money just acting like fucking dickheads the whole night, talking about how much money they have. So I kind of feel like the Ducks Unlimited banquet was the same thing. Probably. Yeah, it's basically the exact same thing. Probably. Except they like duck calls and not fishing lures. Yeah. It, I mean, Maybe they like both. Well, the CCA yeah. thing, like they, they auctioned off, I think, a boat and some fishing poles and a dog and other stuff. A dog? Love yeah. puppy. My old homeboy's oh, dad yeah. was there, actually. I think he bought one of those. He, he bit on one of them dogs and won. One of them dogs. Really? What kind of dog? Like German short hair pointer or something? No, it was a lab. Yellow lab puppy. They were like oh. from award winning bloodlines and blah blah blah. Big yeah. fancy Buoy dogs. Yeah, they were nice dogs. And he spent like $10,000 on it, so I'm glad he won. He spent like six grand on Bandit and he was a $300 dog. I'm sorry, what? 
That dog is the most expensive, stupid dog I've ever had. We saved that dog's life like nine times. It's probably our own fault. Like, he had to do it. toys or? No. No. He... First time when we got him, he had Giardia and. Coccidia and worms and all and kinds of cracks. He had all kinds of shit wrong with him when we first got him. You know what Giardia is, right? Yeah. Montezuma's Revenge, drinking. Drinking dirty yeah. water. Mexican water. Hang from on. From Mexico. Mexico. Or dirty water. It could okay. be Brazilian well, he water. Was, where'd you get him from, though? West Hill. I got him from the valley. I got him oh, from okay. West so, yeah. So, chances are. Temple Chico, just saying. <laughs> but just yeah, he, he had all kinds of things wrong with him when we first got him, so we had to save him from that and get him all kinds of medicine. And then not long after that, he had... Our backyard was overrun by ticks. Like, I have never seen so many ticks in my entire life. It was insane. And he got infested by ticks. And I it literally got to so bad that I took him to the vet because he was, like, really lethargic and, like acting like he was about to die. They wanted us to do a blood transfusion. And they wanted to do a, do a blood so transfusion. as soon as someone starts so talking blood transfusion for your dog, don't you just, like, take it out back and... No. Well, we didn't do farm? that. We put him on iron supplements. Yeah, take him to the quotation marks farm. No, well, yes, they were. We put him on blood transfusion. I mean, we put him on uh, iron supplements. Iron supplements. And that's what got his blood back up. He but I was so weeks. scared to take him to the vet because I thought they were going to, like... Press charges on me for an, like animal abuse or something. Well, stop treating your animals like shit, Jess. No, I mean we had tried everything to get rid of these ticks, and they just would not I go remember. away. I remember. So that happened, and then we ended up moving him to Brandon's dad's house. And he didn't eat. He barely drank. He didn't eat for like days. I I was like shoving pills down his throat two three times a day, like trying to get him better. And I swear, he to finally you. got better. What brought him around was my dad's wife's, so my dad's brother-in-law's girlfriend threw a kolache <laughs> at him. Or was it from S&J? Pig in a blanket from uh, DP, Donut Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Threw him a pig in a blanket, and he scarfed that thing down. And she was like, I didn't know that he was sick. I wouldn't have gave it to him. And we're like, no, he hasn't eaten anything in days. Like, I'm glad he ate something. At this point, we didn't care what he ate. It's like your kid when he refuses to eat anything. But, yeah, so he finally ate, and he's turned the cold corner, and he got better. And we had him at Brandon's dad's house for a couple weeks. Until we got moved out of there. And we moved out of that house because there was, we could not get rid of the ticks. But so in the meantime, we had him on a runner because that fence was messed up, remember? Yeah. He ended up hanging himself somehow. On the runner. I came on and the his runner. foot was like swollen. Like it's around his neck it's like, and around his leg and he's like, oh, you know, and just I had to like, it up. Yeah, I had to go out there and like unwrap it around. And I thought he had like. No, that was the second time when you did it because my dad went out there and grabbed the wire. When it was around his neck, I, it was around his foot when I and picked it. up the whole dog and just shook it until he just unraveled. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Piper, tell him. Huh? Piper was barking. Piper <laughs> wasn't born yet. Yeah. <laughs> Gary told me he's in the well. <laughs> Gary told me that Piper was losing her shiza and barking and freaking out. And yes, he went that's over what it was. And Bandit was hung yeah. by himself. Well, I went yeah, over there Piper one day to give him his medicine, and he would have wrapped himself up again, and it was his foot that was like three times the size. It had been in there for however long, and his 
blood it was like his circulation was cut off and I had to sit there and wait with him for an hour to make sure that he could walk on his foot and everything because I thought he had like needed his foot amputated at this point yeah. because so it had cut I, off circulation for so long what I'm hearing is y'all should have taken this dog to the farm no <laughs> this dog is living healthy if you, if you need <laughs> he's me, fine now he's fine now if you need yeah, to take your now. dog to the farm we already took you one to the farm let me know and I will take your dog to the farm no. we took a dog to never. the farm after it attacked Brizo remember that I remember yeah uh, no we didn't I mean we took it to the farm but we didn't send it home you know what I'm saying I don't we took remember. it to the farm I remember yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's besides the point. Cause I'm sure abandoned animals get slaughtered, so, and we never did that. You know what's funny? Huh. My parents took a dog to the farm when I was a kid, and no joke, for like ten years, I really thought they took that my dog out to a farm where it could run around. And if you ask my mom to this day, she's like, "Oh yeah, it was this farmer out behind Portland. Yeah, he had lots of land." She'll still tell you that that dog went to a farm. That's because your mother is an angel. She a lying ass bitch. What she is? Your mother. I know she's a saint. She's a saint. She's a loopholer. Cheese sticks aren't dairy. Cheese sticks aren't (laughs) dairy. Mm. Okay. (laughs) My son was sick, and he ended up at my mom's house because they wanted to hang out or some shit, right? And the only instruction that I gave her the entire time, because he was all mucusy, was no dairy products, no milk, no cheese, no dairy products. Mostly because he was flummy. Flims, yeah, all the flims. It was actually my instruction. It was his mother's instruction. I was just enforcing it. All right. So we get the kid later. We pick him up. She dropped him off. Some kid. He had fucking cheese sticks, and I'm like, mom. No, what are you doing? No <laughs> dairy. And what is their response? Well, you know, cheese sticks aren't really dairy. It's <laughs> just fried cheese. Oh, I just God, dead-eyed her. I was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> She's like, well. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, well, I can't even have this guy. Well, <laughs> well, well, that is the motherly response. Cheese <laughs> don't go Well. Grandmotherly well. response, might I add. Mm-hmm. My mom, well, it's motherly. I, my mom is just like, but she has to pronounce that H in well that well, ain't there. I don't think whale, so. whale. That's when she's talking about whales that <laughs> swim in the. No, ocean. but when she says well, that swim in the ocean, swim, swim. <laughs> she pronounces that W H. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Okay. So you know how like you drink Monster and you feel all like amped or yeah. whatever. I do not feel amped right now. Are this you is, like oppositing right now? I don't know. All that's going on in my brain is <laughs> <laughs> I usually do it with cocaine. You're static right now. I was like It would like make me tired. You know what's crazy is I got you the tall one with the lid. I wanted that one. And I was like, you know what? I don't I don't know if she's ready for this. <laughs> I, went, I went across the store and got you the little one. Thank you, Brandon. You're very welcome. I also drink. I haven't had an energy drink since high school when I was at a volleyball game. And I drank two Red Bulls and half of a Monster. Hell yeah. And I blacked out, but we won. And I don't remember anything that happened. Speaking but, of high school... What? You gonna talk about them JV footballs? I gotta talk about the JV footballs. 
They did it again, I hear. Another shutout against Kingsville. 38-0. to zero. You know why? And they only played half the game. What? They only played half the game. They played the full game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they got a home run. I think, I think you misunderstood me. <laughs> I did. Clearly. The coach makes them play the clock at anything after 38. Like, so they just basically are just checking things out, I guess. They're or, killing time. So they didn't really play the second half of the game. No. They kind of fucked off. But still, defense, little J Money, held it down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also, Varsity Mustangs whooped up on Kingsville as well. Did they? Tonight? Yep, 42 to 26. And uh, I don't know much about the hooks tonight. Go hooks. <laughs> <laughs> Go hooks. Go hooks. So, now you're saying so. Just the Snow family. And, you know what? I caught him saying it. I've said it a million times. She said it a few times. So? Record's clean. I know. So fucking what? That's what I got to say about so. You feel me? You know what? I want to tell people. I want to give people a visual of this room right now. I just want to dance. <laughs> you want to tell people about our new fancy studio? Yeah. So our previous like, episode moved from the kitchen. Got our yeah. eight by eight office. What? You just you said, said so. so. Oh, dang. Records queen. <laughs> One violation. Kiss my butt. I'm pretty um, sure you said so previously. I want to count. When I, I, I want to okay. count. Okay, Kayla. Every episode. Kayla. Okay. I okay. When, when I go to When I go well, to edit. Well. <laughs> when I go to edit, I'm going to count your so's. All right. Just this episode, all of them. Well, I'm not going back to listen to six I'll hours. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. Thank You'll you. Wait. Okay. She won't do it. <laughs> She didn't wash the dishes when she said she's going to. Just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, let's, so what were you talking about, Kellen? In previous episodes. She was, why did that sound like this, fast forward? She was going to describe our new, our, new oh, our, new, fancy, oh, our new fancy studio. We have moved into a new studio located about a good... Ten feet from the other. Half a yard? Just kidding. Seven. <laughs> well, how far is it? How Three and a half yards. Three and a half Cameron. yards from the kitchen table. Suck a donkey's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half yards from our kitchen table uh, to this new studio. And as a sound barrier, Ramping I have her. blankets on all one, two, three, four, five doors. And might I add, five doors for this room is... Quite a lot. Quite There's a lot. Of, kind of a small. Do room. you see how small this room is, right? Yeah. Smallest room in the house. Twice as many closets as any other room. Yeah. It's like four yards by three and a half yards. Is not I that think big. It makes, it's like a three yards yeah, like by a, three yards. It's fucking small. <laughs> I think it's the perfect office, though. <laughs> it is a perfect office. I think it's, it's not an office studio. anymore. It's a studio, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Maybe you would have known that if you weren't on the phone when we were discussing this or yesterday. Yeah. And it was on speaker. On oh, my speaker. God. The speakerphone, people. I. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Defend Break yourself. Break it down. Break it down. Defend, Defend yourself, yourself so you can just show your guilt. My 10-year-old has AirPods now. So Bougie. most of the time when I'm on the phone, I have AirPods in my ear. Because so does your 11-year-old. So what? 
Oh yeah, she does too. But she but she actually uses them. The ten year old doesn't use them. Hardly ever. So I use them. And I usually have AirPods in, which I discovered that you can also talk with them. Like, I didn't know they had a speaker in them. Like, I thought you had to, like, hold your phone up to your mouth. fucking retarded. I didn't know that. I didn't know that for, like, the longest time. Guys, are you kidding me? And then I finally discovered that. So now I can just stick my phone in my pocket, have my AirPods in, or... My child's AirPods now in. Now people know that about your wife. Oh, right? She said that on air. Shut up. It's all right. I mean, it happens. So, yeah. My wife can't count. But if I don't have the AirPods True. handy with me, then MJ. I put it on speakerphone because I hate holding a phone to my ear. I so just can't stand it. I wasn't really paying attention, but what I heard was you wear AirPods while giving handies. No, yeah, that's, that's not what I said. You picked that up too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a brand of guy. I mean, but the funny thing is, uh, I had a handy one, so. Oh my god. <laughs> also, you're not wearing any AirPods right now. Where, and, where are those at? And also, she's only had them since June? May. No, it was June 1st, correct you. Her uh, birthday was June 1st, because that way we have Taylor for her birthday party. Her party, party not her birthday. Her party. Okay. Yes. Party. Right. Horde. Party. Horde. Whoa. <laughs> she just said that out loud. That is recorded. That is on record. Jessica said Brandon was right. Give me some. Oh, it took 11 no, years. Okay. Yeah. I got you, boo. Okay. Yeah, I got you again. Thanks. Because <laughs> I went in for another, and it just wasn't there. <laughs> I ain't high-fiving you. as my best friend y'all gang up on. Hell yeah. Oh, that was your best friend. Bring it on. Right hooks all day. I thought I was your best friend. (laughs) Yeah. I thought I was your best friend. You thought wrong. (laughs) You are. No, I have to clean up that. Stop it. Clean that up. Whatever. Not up that. Shut up. College degree. Stop talking. No, our our drink is called up that. That's why it makes sense. You are my best friend with a penis yeah, so or a peenie, whatever you want to call it. Call what? it a fucking peenie on the air. We're getting a divorce. <laughs> so what do we call it? So we're talking about nicknames. nicknames. I call it my <sighs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> I call him sometimes. I call him Mr. Jones. Occasionally, Bombay and Raunchy is like the purple-headed yogurt slinger. Yeah. Ew, uh, that one's classic. Your typical varsity blues. blues. Shout yeah. out. Sonic? Oh, damn! <laughs> this is getting real fucked up. <laughs> real fucked up real quick. So, uh, we both said varsity blues at the same time and went in for a dab and she, you fuck your fist. <laughs> I'm not giving you knuckles. I'm not even giving you fingertips. Nothing. Get out of here. Luke only. Thank you. And I guess apparently Jess. <laughs> yeah, that whole knuckle thing. That's my son's. Y'all can't just take that. Yeah. It's, well, uh, I mean, do like, I do that all the time now. Can we not talk about our kids when we're talking about penises, please? Oh, weird. yeah. No, good. Yeah. God. What? So, Stop it. Stop it. Warriors. So have you not seen that movie? No. Don't look at me. That's your wife. That's your wife. I didn't also, look, I have that on DVD. Also, she said, don't look at me. I didn't marry her. She's <laughs> never seen Joe Dirt. At least I hear it goes down another bottle. <laughs> Brandon has bottles on his fingers. For those of you that have not seen The Warriors... Google it. 
What the fuck is the warrior? Oh my god! Oh my god. We gotta call my dad. Friends. I gotta call my dad. I gotta call my dad. Hold on. Hey, you guys are awake. You awake. Hang on. You gotta wait till I come back. Are we talking about penis nicknames still? Uh. Yeah, sure. I like to call mine warrior. I mean, I don't know. I mean, warriors. <laughs> So what's that from? The Crown Pen. the movie, The Warriors. All right, so it was like in the 70s, okay. 80s? What was it? Oh, my God, my God, I called my dad. I'm going to text him. <sighs> yeah, I texted my mom to see if we could call her. It's 11 o'clock. She's, she's, probably asleep. she's awake, but she's also watching live PD. So <laughs> she let me know. Released in 1979. Okay, 70s, 80s. So... It's in New York, right? I'm just going to give you the slim down. Okay. This one guy brings all the gangs. So, hang on. You got you got to get a little feel for it first. All the gangs, like every neighborhood has a gang. Yeah. There's like, it's not like hundreds seven. of gangs, There's right? Lots and of they them. are all at war with each other like constantly. Okay. So, homeboy, I don't know, what's his fucking name in the movie? Silas. Silas. He brings everybody. He, he brings all the gangs to this meeting. Okay, I'm sorry, Kayla. Hey, you dig it! There you go. There you go. All of the gangs in New York. It kind of looks like... People for... I saw a movie, Gangs in New York. No, no, no. Oh, no. man, Dead Rabbits. So that, oh, he's a wreck! Okay, so I guess I'm going to take over. So, basically, we're on the phone with Kaylin. And her dad. Hello? Hi, Dad. <laughs> Nothing? Did I wake you up? No. Okay, so me and my friends and Matt, uh-huh. we're making a podcast. Another friend? Okay. Do you know what a podcast is, Dad? Yes. Okay, cool. So we started talking about something. And Brandon put beer bottles on his Fergers, and he started clicking them together, and I said, Warriors! <clears throat> and then Jessica said that she's never seen that movie. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, I, don't, I can't raise everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I can't raise everybody. <laughs> so can you tell her real quick about what happens in the movie? About what? What happened? Just like a quick rundown, Dad. What do you mean? Uh, they go to the meeting and SARS and they shoot him and uh, turn your <laughs> You, you, you. <laughs> and then they gotta make it home, right? No, yeah, but they gotta make it back to, to the Bronx, but, uh, to Coney Island, but, uh, yeah, they, they, they get their ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank look you. Look up on the phone. No, look up on the phone. Start this thing so you can see. Can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that, Dad. Look it up on the phone. Okay, we will. Oh, you want me to play it right now for you? Is that yeah, look it up on the phone. Okay, they're getting on it. When did, right. when did that come out? How old were you? Uh, high school, maybe. I don't remember. It said 79. Did you, oh, did you graduate yeah. already? Oh, yeah. When did you graduate? 76? 77? Yeah. Oh. 76? 76. Okay, Matt. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? No! Dig it! Yeah! Yeah! Hello? We're here. 
Matt was just playing it. <coughs> okay, so we're making a podcast, and I just wanted to get your input on the Warriors and the fact that Jessica hasn't seen it. Thank you for that rundown. Uh, Uh, yeah, Brandon was doing that earlier. We only had three, but he's working right. on his fourth right now. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know that whole uh, Warriors can you get out to play was all completely non-scripted. What are you doing, Dad? That crazy weird motherfucker just came up with that on the spot, and they were like, yeah. "What?" Getty Lee? Yeah, the lead singer Hush. Is it really? For real? <laughs> look at that. Look at the lead singer Hush. That's his brother. Uh, Dad, are you joking? Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, his name was David Patrick Kelly, and he is a weird, creepy looking son of a bitch. <laughs> He kind of looks like you. No, he doesn't. In this picture? I I look way better than that. You're a sexy beast. I'll agree. What are you doing, Dad? Why are you up so late? I'm watching football. Okay. Well, what are you watching? Who are you watching? Watching the straight Houston. Oh, Houston. That's cool. Okay, well, I love you. Thanks for your input. What, what are y'all doing? We're recording a podcast in my office. Oh, uh, uh, you have an office? Well, the back room of my house, Dad. Thanks for calling me out. Wow. Yeah. Nice office. <laughs> You're not even here. What happened? <laughs> I just wanted to call and get your input, so thanks for sharing. I mean, your voice is here. Why do you say nice office? You can't see it. Yeah, as long as you're there, I'm there. Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> okay. Okay, kick it. Okay, later. I in there. Dad. Yeah. Did you hear what I said? I said kick it. I know. Kick it. What are we going to kick? There ain't nothing playing. Say it like you're supposed to say it. Well, there ain't nothing playing. It doesn't oh, work. That's true. You got to have something planned. Sorry. Can you just try? What? Can you just try? Okay. <laughs> Good night. I love you. Good night. I can't love you more. Okay. Hey. What? What time are you coming tomorrow? Uh, 12. 12? Okay, where are we going to eat? Wherever you want. Just okay. All right. Love you. I can't love you more. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was my father. He's a You're fucking a- lunatic. Your dad. <laughs> he is amazing. The coolest person that guy. in the world. She avoided me meeting Oh, him like the plague, for bro. For months. She oh, was okay. like, oh, nope. no. No, he, no, we're going to do something else. Would not let me meet him because she thought I was just going to like up and run as soon as I did. Oh, yeah. I sure. met him and I was like, this dude's fucking awesome. <laughs> well, like, mind you. I didn't grow up with my dad, and he is, has no inhibitions, yep. his inhibitions, whatever. So I didn't know if he was going to try and fight Matthew. Like, I had no idea what was going to happen. To be honest, he did not look me in the eye. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. So the first time we met, we went to dinner somewhere. 
Railroad. Railroad. Mm-hmm. 19 out of 20 oh, times it's Railroad and Odom. It's pretty good, by the way. What is that? Hey, I'm trying to go on a perfect date there. What's up? <laughs> so, we ate dinner. He did not look me in the <laughs> eye or acknowledge that I was even at the table the entire fucking time. Like, do you I think he was Matt? trying to do like the whole cold dad thing? Oh, oh hardcore, yeah. dude. Or do you think sure. he was just like... Oh, no. No, he was, he was trying to act like a big, <laughs> big badass and intimidate me. Protected his when daughter. When we left, I was like, yo, your dad's kind of a dick. And he's kind of cool, but he's still a dick. Oh, yeah. Who paid? I paid. Of course. My man. Man's. Now when we go Thanks. to dinner, uh, now when we go to dinner, it's like 50-50. I'm like, bitch, I paid last time. Get your going Dutch. I love when I go to eat with my dad. He's like, yeah, we'll just go Dutch. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't expect you to pay for us. <laughs> so, we go to dinner with my mom. I don't ever expect. Oh, I cannot pay for my mom's food. I don't I don't expect her to pay. away. Same to, like, pay for it. Like, Same. I don't feel like my mother owes me in any way whatsoever, right? But nine out of ten times you go to dinner with her, she'll be, like, in the middle of conversation and, like, quietly slipping someone Dude, her credit card. Ninja, hey, sign a receipt and everything, and then you're, like, looking around, like, where's the where's the ticket? And she's like, I, oh, I, it. I took care of that 15 minutes ago. My, like, my mother also just... Same. Like, Mom, can I at least give you half? No, just can like I pay tip. the tip? Like, something. So she'll, say, she'll, let me, she'll let me pay the tip. So I say I take your mom on a date just to see if she'll let me pay. Not for any other sinister reasons that I have in the back of my head. Would that be a perfect date if you went on a date with Brandon's mom? No. Perfect date would be like... April 25th? (laughs) Not too hot. You just need like a light jacket. Oh, that's awesome. There was a riot on the streets. Where were you? Not born. Just kidding. It's actually April 29th, but whatever. Close enough. Perfect date would probably be me alone. <laughs> no nagging ass bitches. Just you know, my perfect date would be pizza. take your mother out for a nice seafood dinner and never call her again. <laughs> Don't you dare talk about Paula. She's a saint. My mother is a saint. What is it? <laughs> Anchorman. Oh, get out of my house. I've never seen Anchorman. What? I'm out. We're all out. Bye, guys. Podcast over. Hi, Hi, friends with Kaylin. This has become Hi, friends with Kaylin. Trust me. Everybody left. (laughs) So I'm back. Somebody's got to hold the podcast I'm just saying, if I'm going to watch a Will Ferrell movie, it's going to be Step Brothers all day. Whole cans. Thank you. Anchorman, but also Anchorman. I feel like Step Brothers is great, but you didn't... You before the internet, you didn't sit there and quote stepbrothers memes. So yeah, I feel I like mean you can't no, have you can't. that opinion until you've seen you Anchorman. repeated. I tried Anchorman to watch it twice over and fell asleep. That's because you were dumbass bitch, bitch, bitch. Brent also just wrote you a posty and not call yourself the b word. So and I told him to suck my chocolate starfish. Oh my god! So pretty and day. Brent, what would your perfect date? A star in the fish. <laughs> Did you see it? It's cute. Brandon, what would your perfect date be? My perfect date? Suit up. Damn. Nice nice jacket. Out on the town. Nice nice slacks. You know, go pick up my honey. 
And Why did you look at Matt when you said He winked at me, guys. I, no, I didn't wink. I gave you that. What's up? Yeah, yeah he, he did say his honey and then nodded me. So I just want to point that out. Did you write him a note and call him baby? Limo. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said, are you going to write him a note and call him baby girl, too? Ooh. That's kinky. Brandon, Brandon used to do that to me. Hey, look. In I was, high school. I was trying to spit game when I was 17. That's He's trying to get that chocolate star move. Gross. Ew. Ew. Towers of America, San Antonio, little river walk to finish the night off. This literally never has happened. Girl, wear my jacket. What? <laughs> Jessica, we're broke. That's next level. <laughs> so y'all gonna go down to the bay or what? Huh? <laughs> ain't got no money. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> so my perfect it. date would be driving through Corpus. Your perfect uh, dates in Corpus Christi? Yeah, we're driving. Talk. Oh. Listen, we're driving through Corpus, and someone says, "You know, I really like fried pickles," and then they say. You know where fried pickles are? Hooters. <laughs> and then they go to Hooters for their first date. That's so cute. So I'm, I'm assuming that the two of y'all had your first date at Hooters then? Accurate. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. You asked me what a perfect date would be. Yeah. Not what the best date he's had yet was. Not what my first date was. With you. So it wasn't a perfect date? You better watch yourself, Brandon. No, I did not limo her to Towers of America in San Antonio. And I did not get to walk her around the river. I mean, I'd rather go to Hooters, so. At night. The perfect date does not end up with you married, all right? The perfect date ends up with, like, some wild-ass, passionate sex-making. Get to stepping. And then you wake up, and she's already gone. Bye. I'm talking. Which is kind of how our life is. Caitlin <laughs> gets up way before me, right? I'm just saying. There, I'm not going to say, actually. Is that what we're doing next weekend? Is that we're doing next weekend? Kissing and telling? You got a job? Look, I tried this at one point in time while we lived in San Antonio. Uh, but I was crazy and I didn't accept the date. And you slept. Jessica. For hours. I was in a weird place. And she was. I was in a weird place at that time. You're not now, so She better now. Holler. So we're doing... Can you dig it? Matthew. (sighs) Fall drive, big tires, Grimaldi's pizza, like a case of Dos I'm down. I mean, I'm sorry, was I invited? (laughs) Mudding in the flats. Okay. While doing my Mexican hat dance, mm-hmm. like shotgun and beers, like eating that. pizza, smashing out in the bed of the truck. That sounds like a lot. Under the romantic starlight, of course. Or the full moon. Full moon, because yes, I want to see the nippies when I'm trying to reach for them. <laughs> I just feel like Speaking of full moon, it's Friday the 13th, there's a full moon. Oh! <laughs> Guess fuck my date, right? No, you're up okay. next. That's fine. Okay, what's your date, Kaylin? Kaylin. I'm interested. Kaylin. Kaylin. Okay. Where are we going, Kaylin? Kaylin. Okay, Kaylin. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Pass. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. Cool, cool, cool. This cool, was cool. your topic. Cool, 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 cool. What's your perfect first date? Or perfect date? It just says perfect date. Um. April 25th. What's April 25th? It's from Miss Congeniality. It's perfect. Give a fuck about Miss Congeniality. What's your perfect date? I don't give a shit about her perfect date. I don't know, man. I'm kind of a fat kid. 
Mm-hmm. So your food. perfect date's just a bunch of food? So what? Yeah. You talking like a casino buffet? Like, like the where perfect date ever? Does it involve yeah. Taco Bell? Probably. Then we can't discuss it. After Grimaldi's. I love Grimaldi's. Me, Me too. too. It's so right. good. It's so good. If I can afford it. Ooh, perfect. Right I don't know, man. That's a hard question. I should. We should have saved this. I should have been writing an essay. You should. <laughs> I'm just going to go on the limb. I've always wanted to do this. I'm just going to use it so it's not up in the air. Christmas in New York City. For a perfect date. Yeah. <laughs> I can get behind that. So, I've always wanted to do New Year's. Oh, hell no. No, York. that's a little... Check it out. Not cool. on the ground. I want to get, like... A penthouse somewhere, take some movies, whatever, grab some random bitches off the street, start a party mm-hmm. in a penthouse Strippers. overlooking everything going on on the ground where we don't have to be involved in it, but we still have a bathroom. Are you piggybacking on my date? Yeah, a little bit. Well, I mean... So we're going to start there. It's going to be about me and you. And like, we can go Christmas? The longer we stay, we're going to bring other people into our hotel room. Can we do that? No. Oh. I thought she was offering me a threesome right now. <laughs> FFM, what's up? That's what's up, man. Unicorns. What, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, unicorns man. are real. You know, the Bible talks about unicorns on more than one occasion. And they're also probably dragons. also talking about FFM threesomes. I doubt it. I don't. Well, I mean. Well. The Bible talks about some freaky shit. You really pay attention. They never said it was a snake in that tree. It could have been. A dragon in that tree. And it was never an apple. It was fruit. just fruit. It was fruit. Could have been like grapes or some shit. Or apricot. Or. Actually, I watched like a whole documentary one time on the forbidden fruit and what it was. And it, they're like the consensus, whatever thinks that it's a fruit that actually no longer exists, like it's extinct. But it was an actual fruit that at one point was like very similar to an apricot. Yeah. But it's like gone. So we can't even get that knowledge fruits no more. Could be a crinapple. 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 That's what I said. Yeah, those are things white people made. (laughs) Fucking white people. White people are fucked up. So. We've been talking about this, right? <clears throat> Jessica and her her new topic she would like to discuss, possibly like a regular segment. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be amazing. Just so we're clear, <clears throat> there's not many clear. women that I'm scared of in this world, <laughs> but <laughs> Jessica's fascination with serial killers and the weird, crazy shit they do kind of freaks me out a little bit. So we're going to talk about that in depth. Jessica, take it away. Okay, so my new series, I guess. Yeah, it's good to call it that. Is called called Crazy Motherfuckers and the Shit They Do? No, it's called Unbelievable True Crimes. And it's Mm. basically... That's a much better title. Yeah, (laughs) I know. So it's basically true crime stories, but that are so bizarre that people don't believe they're real. You'll need to look them up. But this is real. So... Is it... 
real? It's very real. All right. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to get into it. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. Oh, I will jump in. You know I will okay. jump in. <laughs> we all, so, I cannot help myself. We all know you had a good time, Frank. I, can, <laughs> I cannot stop myself, so please continue. Okay. So today, we're going to be talking about Albert Fish. Oh, old fishy. And Albert Fish is probably one of my favorite serial killers, if that's cool to say, I guess. I'm sorry. Favorite? Yeah. This is why I said she scares me. He just sticks out in my mind so much. Like, when Brandon was like, we should do a true crime segment, and I was like... Do you I got him. him. No, not at all. I just know it's something you're passionate about, and I know you could talk and about he's, it for hours. But as, as soon as we said unbelievable, <clears throat> I said, I know who I'm talking about. I know who's first. And it's Mr. Albert Fish. Break it down. I gotta ask first Does he engage in sexual intercourse with corpses? No. No. no okay, cool. I'm okay with that. Let's keep going. Uh, not that I know of. Please continue. Possibly, but not what I know of. Mr. Albert Fish? Yes. Okay. So, he was born Hamilton Howard Fish, but he eventually changed his name because apparently he got made fun of for the name Hamilton, so he changed his... Not the name Fish? No, they called him Hamilton and Eggs. Ham and Eggs. Ham and Eggs. For some reason. I mean, I kind of like that nickname. Right. Like, I'm not so mad at it. My name's Matt. Y'all can call me Ham and Eggs from now on. I'm cool with that. All right. So, anyways, he got made fun of for his name. So, he decided to change his name to one of his, I guess, he had a deceased sibling. And he changed his name to Albert, which is the name of one of his deceased siblings. Um, He was born on May 19th of 1870. Uh, when he he was the youngest of four living siblings, he was the fourth of four living siblings. Um, I said he was born eighteen ninety seven. Okay, so he was born in Washington D.C. His father was forty three years older than his mother when he was born, so he was seventy five years old when Albert was born. Um, because of that. His father died when he was five years old, and his mother couldn't afford four kids with just her single income or whatever, so she sent all four kids to an orphanage called St. John's Orphanage. Where is this at? Uh, Washington, D.C. All right. So... So he's Americanese? He's American. Uh, he is a. Did I, did I know, <coughs> say what he's known for or whatever? Okay, let me. It's your story. Okay. We, don't, we don't know Albert. So Fish. he is a serial killer, a child rapist, a sadomasochist, and a cannibal. So kind of like. So it's about to get weird. So it's a triple threat. What? What? That's four. Quadruple threat. What? Okay. What? So, anyways, he was about five years old. His mom sent him to an orphanage, him and all his siblings. Like she just couldn't handle them? Well, the father died, and she couldn't afford them. All right, all right. So I can't afford the kids I got. So she sent them to an orphanage. Uh, He was treated very badly there. 
one of the quotes was, I was there till I was nearly nine, and that's where I got started wrong. We were unmercifully whipped. I saw boys doing things they should not have done. Like um, touching peepees? Uh, possibly. Probably. Who knows? Okay, whatever, though. So that he was very abused while he Boys was at the orphanage. Boys. Like, he got fucked up. It was also at this time that he decided, I guess, that he liked physical pain. That's when oh, he my man. That's when he decided that he was into that kind of thing. So in 19 or sorry, 1880, his mom got a job with the government. It doesn't say what kind of job it was, just with the government somewhere. So she had money at this point and she decided to go get her children from the orphanage and uh take them home but the damage had already been done at this point like he was pretty messed up so two years later after he came home this was 1882 albert was about 12 years old he began uh his one of his first relationships and it was with a boy um that he met and this is when he was introduced to drinking urine and eating feces. I'm sorry, Tumpkin. You heard me. Drinking pee-pee and eating the poo-poo? Accurate. All right, all right. Okay. I like. I understand liking to get whipped or nipples pinched, but that's a little over the top. It gets so much weirder. Oh, it gets so much weirder. It gets weirder. weirder. Oh, so much. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he's, he starts eating... <clears throat> poop, drinking pee, that kind of thing. By 1890, he's about 20 years old, he moved to New York City. This is when he became a prostitute and started raping young boys. How old was he? About 20. Okay. I mean, still not cool. I'm just just wondering. He's raping people and prostituting his butthole. Yeah, well, it gets weirder. Just hold on tight, Matt. So, I guess he does that for a couple years. There's not really anything listed of what he does uh, in between then and 1898, when he was about 28 years old. His mother arranged for him to marry a woman who was nine years younger than him. Her name was Anna Mary Hoffman. They eventually had six kids together, and they were together for about 19 years. During this time, though, he was still into seeing men and the weird stuff. So, 1910... So, he he had six kids, was married to a woman, but still, like, blowing dudes on the side. Oh, he didn't just blow them. He did some weird stuff. Oh, we have, like, descriptions? Oh, oh, yeah. Just listen. Let's get weird. Just wait. It's Friday the 13th. Where's the weird? Okay. So, in 1910, he met a 19-year-old kid. Now, remember, he was 28. He met a 19-year-old kid named Thomas Kedden, who was what you call intellectually disabled. Um, and they began a sadomasochistic relationship. Sadomasochistic being they like pain because it gets them off? Yes. Okay. So after about 10 days of being together, Albert took Thomas Kedden to an old farmhouse in the woods and began to torture him. And this lasted for about two weeks. Eventually, he tied up Kedden and cut his penis in half. Oh. 
Um, Albert later hey, remembered. single. <laughs> like, hang on, hang on, hang on. <clears throat> like, he just chopped half of it off, or he yes. like split it down the middle. It says cut half off. Well, in the documentary we watched, he cut part of his penis. So, like, 50% off sale, just, like, dick gone? Yeah. Um, and Albert remembered this event fondly by saying, I shall never forget his scream or the look he gave me. Um, he said that he had originally planned to kill him, but instead, apparently it was too hot at the time, and they said... That he was scared of the smells and all that, like getting caught. So he decided against killing him, and he instead poured peroxide on his wound, wrapped it in a cloth covered in Vaseline, left him $10, kissed him goodbye, and left. $10 is good money back then. But he took half his dick! Well... I mean, for $10, that's... Pretty fucked up. So are we talking like ten dollars? So like with inflation, that's like one hundred and seventeen dollars today. But fuck me, dude, he took half his dick. I'm I'm gonna Google that real quick. Okay. How much was ten dollars worth back then? In nineteen ten. Okay, let's call it eight thousand dollars. He took half his dick. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying five dollars, five dollars. Okay. I mean. I get excited when I reach into my pocket and five five bucks, but <laughs> if someone just took half my dick, I don't care about that five dollars. But he kissed him before he left. Oh well that's sweet. Let's hear the rest. Okay. So he claims that he never heard what became of Thomas Kedden and he never tried to find out. So basically he was like, I cut half your dick off. Here's ten dollars. Peace out. Don't call me again. So basically, gave him two hundred fifty-eight dollars and two cents. Brandon looked <laughs> I mean, up the I mean, all right. I mean, there's a lot of money for two hundred fifty bucks, but yeah, they don't involve her removing any genitals. All right. Of mine. So you ready to hear what's next? What about from your mouth. <sighs> Sorry. I mean, it's about to get even weirder. Yeah, I like okay. weird. Okay, so in 1917, this is about 10 years after the Thomas Kent incident, Albert's wife Anna left him for another man. Now, when she left, she took pretty much everything they owned. The kids? Except the six kids. So she took all their shit and left the kids behind. It was at this time that Albert started to indulge in self-harm. Now, his pain of choice, I guess, was embedding needles into his groin area. Um, A later x-ray after his arrest would show that he had 29 needles lodged into his pelvic area. You can actually Google it. You can actually Google Albert Fish x-ray and see the needles and stuff that's in his groin area. Um, He also made himself a paddle with nails sticking out that he would hit himself with. And also, he would light his anus on fire by inserting wool doused in lighter fluid and lighting that bitch ablaze. (laughs) I'm sorry, come again? He would light his asshole on fire. Because he loved it. Okay. Okay. So, although it's believed 
that he never abused his own children. They said he was a very good father. He never abused his own children. He did, however, have them and their friends use his nail-studded paddle on him. Um, it was also around this time. This nail studded paddle? That would be the one. That's that not Matt even does. sexy at all. That like, Matt just looked up on the That's just like torture. It literally looks like a hairbrush, a with, hairbrush nails with nails that he would spank himself with. Um, anyways, it was around this time also that he became obsessed with cannibalism. So he started eating meals consisting of raw meat only. And sometimes he would share these meals with his children. Which well, human meat? No, it was just, at this point, it was just Oh, I see. Raw right, just raw oh, meat. So he's like working himself up. Right. Okay. Okay, so now we're getting into the kidnapping, all that kind of stuff. On July 11th of 1924, Albert tried to lure an 8-year-old Beatrice Keel away from her yard. She was the boys. Well, he liked boys mostly. The older he got, the weaker he was, so he had to switch it up a little. And one of his eventual uh, victims, who's a girl, he said that he was attracted to her short hair and her tomboyish actions. So he liked boys, but he would pick a girl if. They were convenient, I guess. So, he tries to kidnap eight-year-old Beatrice Keel. Um, just when she's about to leave with him, he actually, they said that he offered her money to help him find rhubarb. They making pies? I guess. So, he was looking for rhubarb, and he offered her money if he would, if she would go help him find it. So It's like the equivalent was, of today's, like, here's some candy, get in my van. Right. So she was just about to leave with him, and his mother, or her mother, uh, came out and chased him away. Later on, I guess that night, maybe the next day, I don't know, he decided that he was going to return and try to kidnap Beatrice one more time. So he tries to sleep in her barn... But this time he was discovered by Mr. Keel, and he was once again forced to leave. Um, he was about 54 years old at this time, and it's believed that he was suffering from something called religious psychosis. And he said that he felt that God was commanding him to torture and sexually mutilate children. So, this was, again, July of 1924. So, later in this same month, uh, he ended up taking uh, seven-year-old Francis McDonald, who was playing with his brother and some friends. Now, Francis disappeared. A couple days later... His body was found beaten and strangled with his own suspenders, still wrapped around his neck. Um, He is believed to be Fish's first victim, and he stated later that he had planned on dismembering Francis, 
but he heard a noise in the woods thinking that someone else was in the woods with him and he was scared away. So he left him to just die. Okay, so on February 11th of 1927, he, oh, February 11th, 1927, four-year-old Billy Gaffney went missing while he was playing with two other boys at their apartment. The other boys said that the boogeyman took Billy, and a little while later, a motorist said that an elderly man trying to quiet a young boy who was crying and yelling that he wanted to go home. Um, he, the motor saw this going on, but he didn't report it till after the, the boy was said that he was missing or whatever. All right, good neighbors, good neighbors. Yeah. So that was all that was known about Billy's disappearance until Fish was arrested several years later and he confessed to killing him. So his confession to killing him was in a letter to his attorney um, describing what he did. And now I'm going to read that letter. And just kind of give us a, this is a disclaimer basically saying... This is a fucked up letter. Like it's bad. it's pretty bad. Like cut off your no. It's oh no, it's yeah. bad. It's bad. Just kind of okay. Protect your little ears for it. Yeah. So it starts <clears throat> off with. Excuse me. I brought him to Riker Avenue dumps. There is a house that stands alone, not far from where I took him. I took the boy there, stripped him naked, and tied his hands and feet and gagged him with a piece of dirty rag I picked up out of the dump. Then I burned his clothes, threw his shoes in the dump. Then I walked back and took a trolley to 59th Street at 2 a.m. and walked from there home. Next day, about 2 p.m., I took tools, a good heavy cat of nine tails, homemade, Short handle. Cut one of my belts in half. Slit these halves in six strips about eight inches long. I whipped his bear behind until the blood ran from his legs. I cut off his ears, nose, slit his mouth from ear to ear, gouged his eyes. He died then. <clears throat> Me to continue? I'm just, I don't think I'm as big a fan of this, uh... This, this I never I there. never knew about this confession. I knew about there's a later letter that he writes. And that's the one I And that's the one that I disclaimed. know about. But this one I didn't know about until I started researching it for this. So, okay, he continues on. He said he died then. He says, I stuck the knife in his belly, held my mouth to his body, and drank his blood. I picked up four, four old potato sacks and gathered a pile of stones. Then I got him, cut him up. I had a grip with me. I put his nose, ears, and a few slices of his belly in the grip. Then I cut him through the middle of his body, just below the belly button. Then through his legs, about... Two inches below his behind. I put this in my grip with a lot of paper. I cut off the head, feet, arms, hands, and the legs below the knee. This I put in the sacks weighed with stones, tied the ends, and threw them into pools of slimy water you will see all along the road going to North Beach. I came home with my meat. I had the front of his body I liked the best. His monkey and peewees and a little nice little fat behind to roast in the oven and eat. 
I made a stew out of, his, out of his ears, nose, pieces of his face, and belly. I put onions, carrots, carrots, turnips, celery, salt, and pepper. It was good. Then I split the cheeks of his behind open, cut off his monkey and peewees, and washed them first. I put strips of bacon on each cheek of his behind and then put them in the oven. Then I picked up four onions and went. when the meat was roasted about one-fourth hour, I poured about a pint of water over it for gravy and put in the onions. At frequent intervals, I basted his behind with a wooden spoon so the meat would be nice and juicy. In about four hours, it was nice and brown, cooked through. I never ate any roast turkey that tasted half as good as his sweet, fat little behind did. I ate, ate every bit of the meat in about four days. His little monkey was as sweet as a nut, but his peewee I could not chew. I threw them in the toilet. Okay, so... so uh... So I'm kind of sober now. (laughs) (laughs) So that was just... This was the first one. That was the first one. There's only three. No, that was actually the second one. Because Francis McDonald was first. Was it the first letter, though? This is the first letter. First confession? Yeah. Basically. So go ahead and get on to the final one, because... It gets... I'm going to point out that I am at a complete loss for words. Like I, I told you. I thought I would have so much to <clears throat> say during this segment, and it's unbelievable. Unbelievable true crimes. <clears throat> this is a four-year-old boy he's talking about. The fact that he ate a person, cannibalism, does not surprise me. It does not, like, there's people in the world, like, cultures that still do that to this day right it's a thing we're animals people eat animals okay i guess it's like the way he's describing it like it's like a recipe yeah he's talking about a little boy he's talking about it as if it's totally normal to do like i make soups and stews and stuff and i basically do it the exact same way but use animal yeah like a fucking chicken or a piece of a cow's ass. So let's go ahead and move on to the Bud family. Okay. Um. Go ahead. Do you want to leave? Do you want to leave the room? Kind of. No, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Okay. Well, just so you know, Jessica gave me a disclaimer before. She was like, Kaylin, I don't know if you're going to like this very much. And I was like, I'll be fine. I'm not fine. I don't like this. (laughs) Kaylin's reading her Bible the entire time (laughs) Jess is going. I just want to point out... I'll wait till we're done. No, go ahead. And like, I think the thing that's really bothering me is the fact that these are children. Yeah. And that he be, supposedly said that God told him to do right. this. So, I'm going to preach. If you don't like it, you can tune out. Tune out. She's somewhere between Tupac and Hood. Or Tupac and Jesus. And Hood in there. So, Matthew 18.6 says, But whoso shall offend one of these little ones, as in children, which believe in me, It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. So, So, what I what I think is like, I don't I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but what I find interesting about this guy is that he was a very good father to his own six kids, and he never abused his own children. 
But then he can go out and like eat someone else's kid. Well, didn't he get his kids to abuse him? Well, I mean, yeah, he would have his kids they spank him or whatever. They could, he could have ate them, is her point, I think. <clears throat> but he could have abused them, caused them pain. So somewhere in this world, there's them. still a fish family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's relatives. So. Oh, yeah. He had six kids. Wow. Three, or two daughters and four sons. So I'm into weird shit, right? And I like horror movies and stuff like that. This is honestly making me a little sick to my stomach. It's yeah. pretty nasty. I, I really almost walked out about two minutes ago. So, all right, well, let's hold continue. on to your nipples because it's about to get wild. I mean, it's not going to get much worse than what you just heard. I mean, he any more children? Because I he just about it's another girl that's ten. All right. He just described how he roasted a young boy's buttocks with <laughs> bacon and made a gravy on it. I don't want to. Hear it doesn't that. get worse than that. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't get worse than that. Okay. So, in May of 1928, Albert saw an ad in the classifieds of the New York World newspaper for a young man, Edward Budd, who was looking for work. The ad said, young man, 18, wishes position in country, Edward Budd, 406 West 15th Street. A few days later, Fish went to this address and... He basically said that he was going to hire Edward to work on his farm that he owned. Now, all this is a lie. He did not own a farm. He also said his name was Frank Howard and that he was going to hire not only Edward, but his friend Willie. And that he would come back in a couple days to get them to go work on his farm. So, in a few days, he didn't come back, like he said, but he sent a telegraph saying that he had got caught up with some other things and that he would come at a later date. So, when Fish eventually came back, um, he was offered lunch with the family, and at this time, that's when he met 10-year-old Grace Bud, um, who was Edward's younger sister. Um, she sat on his lap during the lunch. They said that he had a significant amount of money. I think it was like 90-something dollars in his pocket, which is a lot of money back then. Um, and he, she was very smart, so he said, you know, can you count my money? And she had, he ended up giving her a dollar or something um, because she counted the money that was in his pocket. Um, Roughly eighteen hundred and fourteen dollars. Twenty three, twenty two. Don't okay. do bad math. So <clears throat> he was basically just showing off his money at this point to try to look good to this family. So when he met Grace, this is when he decided that he um, was going to change his intended victim because he said that his original plan to go to the house was to hire Edward and then tie him up and mutilate him. But he eventually saw Edward and realized that he was a big, strapping young man and um, was kind of scared to, you know, try to mess with him at this point. This is making my blood boil. I want to be fast. Go ahead. So so he changes his intended victim. victim, And he changed his mind that he was going to kill Grace. Of course he was. Chicken shit. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. So, at this time, he told Mr. and Mrs. Bud 
that he was going to his niece's birthday party later on that day, and he asked permission to bring Grace to the birthday party with him. And they agreed. They said that, you know, she didn't get out of the house much and it would be fun for her. So they let him, this strange man who they just met a few days before, briefly, take their 10-year-old daughter to a birthday party at an address that they did not check out. Well, didn't the dad, like... This is a different time, though. This is... Yeah, but I still don't know. parents are so (coughs) cautious and careful. And helicoptery. There's... Like, my son's 15, and if he's going to somebody else's house, I still like to know his parents. I like to know where they're going. Oh, for sure. I like to... Whatever. Well, this is 130 years ago or 100 years ago. I don't don't even know what date we're on anymore. 28, 1928. 1920. This is 100 years ago. This is a completely different time when parents weren't the same. It wasn't like that. I understand that, but I just think it's weird that... So he ended up giving him... They didn't know this, obviously, but he gave them a fake name. He gave them an address of where the birthday party was going to be at. Turns out this address did not exist. Um, it was like 137th and another street, and the streets only went up to like 115 at the time. So, yeah. So, the address didn't exist. But he, they let them, the little girl go with him. So, they didn't return that night like they were supposed to. And I, the parents said that they thought, well, maybe it got late, and the, the little girl decided to spend the night with the niece. So, they didn't do anything that night. Well, the next morning... She's still, yeah. So she's still not home. So the dad decides that he's going to go to the address where the birthday party was supposed to take place. That's when he realizes that address isn't real. It doesn't exist. So his next stop is the police station. And he says, you know, Frank Howard took my daughter to a birthday party at an address that doesn't exist, blah, blah, blah. They describe what Frank Howard looks like. But this is 1928. They don't have a lot of police investigation tools. So they don't have a lot to go off of. So not a lot happens in the next six years. Um, but in November of 1934, which is more than six years after Grace went missing, Mrs. Bud received a letter which ultimately led to the... Uh, Arrest the arrest of Albert Fish. <coughs> now y'all ready for this letter? No. Not really. Okay. I'm going to read it anyways. So this letter reads... This is this the is, letter. That- this is the letter that this killer is writing to his victim's mother. I really don't know if I want to listen to that. I'm not trying to be like leave, a buzz. Leave her. Kill. Yeah. If you don't want to hear it... Leave the room, turn it off. Peace out, love you. Okay. I'm just saying it's not as bad as the first one, but you can leave if you want. Okay, thanks. Okay. So this letter sent him to prison eventually? Yes. Well, good. Fuck him. <coughs> yeah. And there's some, okay. there is some language in here. Yeah. I mean, not language that we haven't already said on this podcast tonight, but it's fine. Okay. So the letter reads, in 1894, a friend of mine shipped as a deckhand on the steamer Tacoma, Captain John Davis. They sailed from San Francisco to Hong Kong, China. 
On arriving there, he and two others went ashore and got drunk. When they returned to the boat, the boat was gone. At that time, there was a famine in China. Meat of any kind was $1 to $3 a pound. So great was suffering among the very poor that all children under 12 were sold for food in order to keep from others from starving. A boy or girl around... Or a boy or girl under 14 was not safe in the street. You could go in any shop and ask for steak, chops, or stew meat. Part of the naked body of a boy or girl would be brought out and just what you wanted cut from it. A boy or girl's behind, which is the sweetest part of the body, and is sold as veal cutlets, brought the highest price. John stayed there so long he acquired a taste for human flesh. On his return to New York, he stole two boys, one seven, one eleven. He took them to his home, stripped them naked, and tied them up in a closet. He then burned everything they had on several times a day and night. He spanked them, tortured them, to make their meat good and tender. First, he killed the 11-year-old boy because he had the fattest ass and, of course, the most meat on it. Every part of his body was cooked and eaten except the head, bones, and guts. He was roasted in the oven, all of his ass, boiled, broiled, fried, and stewed. The little boy was next and went the same way. At that time, I was living at 409 East 100th Street. He told me so often how good human flesh was, I made up my mind to taste it. On June 3rd, 1928, I called you... I called on you at 406 West 15th Street and brought you pot cheese and strawberries. We had lunch. Grace sat on my lap and kissed me. I made up my mind to eat her. On the pretense of taking her to a party, you said yes, she could go. I took her to an empty house in Westchester I had already picked out. When we got there, I told her to remain outside. She picked wildflowers. I went upstairs and stripped off all of my clothes. I knew if I did not, I would get her blood on them. When all was ready, I went to the window and called her. Then I hid in the closet until she was in the room. When she saw me all naked and began to cry, or she began to cry and tried to run down the stairs, I grabbed her and and she said she would tell her mama. First, I stripped her naked, how she did kick, bite, and scratch. I choked her to death, then cut her into small pieces so I could take the meat to my rooms, cook, and eat it. How sweet and tender her little ass was roasted in the oven. It took me nine days to eat her entire body. I did not fuck her, though, although I could have if I wished. She died a virgin. So, that's what he sent her mother six years after she went missing. Which is pretty messed up. Um, The letter ended up getting him caught because on the envelope that he mailed it in, he there was a letterhead on the envelope, and it got traced back to where he lived. And when they gave the description of what this guy looked like, they said, "Oh yeah, that's Albert Fish." So they waited for him. He was supposedly coming to pick up a check from his son that was being mailed to that address. And he uh, came to pick up the check. The police got him. He got arrested. So he was charged and convicted of the murder of Grace Budd and was sentenced to the electric chair on March of 1935. 
After his arrest is when he admitted to the murders of Billy Gaffney and Francis McDonald. That's when he sent the orig- the first letter that I wrote or that I read. Um, that's when he wrote his confession to his lawyer and admitted to that murder. Um, the police sus- suspected him of at least five other murders, although there was no evidence and no confessions on those cases. So he was never actually charged with any of the murders except for Grace Bud. But he did confess to two others. Did so, he give him the electric chair? Yes. But this is my last ending to the story. Fish was put to death on January 16th of 1936, but this was something that he looked forward to as he said it would be the ultimate sexual thrill to be electrocuted. <clears throat> so... <sighs> so the dude murdered and ate people and was into pain and it got him off. And he basically lived a full life of I, th- I think they, they said asses. he was like 65 when he died. And so I might be incorrect about this, but um, I read somewhere that he was the oldest person to ever be put to death. So he basically lived a full, happy life of eating people's ass cheeks, roasted. He gave a new meaning to eating that booty like groceries. And then... Got his jollies off as one he died. final time as he died. Yeah. Oh. So if y'all haven't noticed, Caleb is no longer in the room. I honestly do not know what to say. I mean, I really don't blame her because no, I know. Dude's I knew. Up. I knew that it was, was a rough be, story. I knew it was going to be tough for her. Simply just because of the children. Mostly, like, okay, if we were reading a story, right, if you're reading the story from third-person point of view, somebody writing an article about Albert Fish, and they say, Albert Fish ate a child, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fucked up. Yeah. But hearing it described in his own words in such a satisfying way. Oh, yeah. (sighs) <sighs> and the dude's a sadomasochist, so no matter what like you could be like, I'm going to beat the shit out of that guy, he's like, oh, but like yeah. he's going to like it, so yeah. like you can't punish him. So yeah. what do you do? What would you do in a situation like I mean, I feel like your only choice is what happened. You kill him and hope his bloodline ends. Like, to be honest with you, it's probably not fair to his children, but somebody probably should have made sure that bloodline just stopped yeah. right there. There was also a time when he was in prison that supposedly he had sharpened down a chicken bone, and they said they, they listed it as a attempted suicide, but they think that it wasn't him trying to kill himself, that it was him trying to pleasure himself, but he had stabbed himself with this, like, sharpened chicken bone that he had made. But he was stabbing himself in the abdomen, right? Like in like the groin area, yeah. Where he was sticking needles in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I looked up those X-rays. But aren't they crazy? It's just like, like a fucking. It looks like there's just a pile of needles sitting on top. Looks of like my mom's sewing drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Holy butt cheeks! I can't even say that because he ate butt cheeks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, all right? He ate shit, too. He ate that, too. God damn it. (laughs) 
fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I pulled all the stops on the first one, you know? Yeah. No, you did, for real. So, uh, I guess it's safe to say that, that I the don't next one hear that segment again. be so bad. I mean, I'm hoping not. Like, but I hope it's I hope it's as interesting. Look, if you're gonna do some research on some stuff, bad. just keep the kids out of it. I think that makes it a lot better because this was really look, bad. If if there were kids involved and that's part of what made this serial killer who they were, you got we got to hear about it, right? You definitely do. Well, it was like but, Brandon was Brandon came up with the idea that. Mostly because you're a fucking psychopath. Right. So he he knew that I was like into true crime and stuff. So he was like, we should do this segment that's like unbelievable, like shit that you would have to like look up to believe. And immediately she was like, and I said, I knew, I know who it is. It is intriguing. It is super interesting. It really is. But of all the stories about murders, psychopaths, and serial killers that I can ever think of. That dude is at the top of my fucking messed one, up list. And he's one of the first. Like, he was in the, you know, early 1900s. He's not one of the first. He's just one of the first that's documented. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, he was fucked up far beyond his years. So... That's my segment. Well, everybody, that's the end of our show. I'm, I'm glad y'all stuck around for Friday the 13th, full moon. And let us get weird with you. Um, everybody have a great night, great evening. See y'all next week. Oh, wait, before we go, starting on Wednesday, we are going to do our mini shorts. I know I said it last week. Blah, 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 blah. It's going to happen this week. Just It just didn't mash up with us this week. Just so everybody knows how much we support these Wednesday episodes, I am currently wearing Daisy Dukes to support our mini shorts. <laughs> yes. And it's sexy. And by mini shorts, I mean little episodes. So they're not going to be two hours and however many minutes long this episode was. But if you stuck this whole thing out, I love you. And have a great night. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share with your friends. Get out of my house.